0: The Orlando Magic are still seeking their first win. They play the Cleveland Cavaliers coming up in about seven hours or so. Uh, how did the Magic get it? Well, we've got some ideas and some adjustments this team needs to make that aren't just about tonight. We'll get to it on today's Locked On Magic.
1: You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: You are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is October 26, 2022. My name is Philip Rossreich. I'm the expert in site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at underscore omd On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we're going to go over some adjustments the Magic need to make, both the simple and maybe the more complex, but probably still simple, um, that will help the Magic get back on the winning track or get on the winning track because they haven't won a game yet. While there's a lot of positives, a lot of good things this team is doing, there's still a lot more work to do. We're going to get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you again for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day. No matter when you listen to us, whether it's first in the morning, whether it's right when we upload, we truly appreciate you making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Lockdown Podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Lockdown and the team you're looking for. The Lockdown Podcast Network, it's your team every day. Today's episode is also brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. The Orlando Magic are 0 and 4. Um, there's no hiding from that. There's no changing that. They have lost and deserve to lose the four games that they played so far. They haven't done enough to win them. Um, and, and while. There's a lot of positive things that we could say about all of these games and and what it means for the Magic's future. Ultimately, this is a zero-sum game. You hear me say that a lot. This is a zero-sum game. Every time you go out there, there's a winner and a loser, and the point is to win. And and frankly, for this franchise, after a decade of losing, say for two seasons, um, and and maybe like the first three months of one season, um, this team has struggled to build winning traditions and winning habits, and I, I, w- I just want to say like to all the fans who are frustrated by the lack of by the lack of results, a the team probably feels it just as acute, acutely as you do. but B, all that frustration is warranted because there is a concern that this team isn't going to be able to turn a corner that that there's just something that's very deeply embedded in this franchise right now that won't let them get to that next level. Now first thing I would say to all of you that are thinking that is a, the magic of Paolo Bancaro. If all we learn about this team this year is that Paolo Bancaro is a future superstar, that's fine. <laughs> then we can start building. We can start figuring out, okay, how do we make the most of Paolo Bancaro? And honestly, regardless of what the team's record this season is, that's what this season is about. It's figuring out what the picture what the picture on the puzzle box looks like and then beginning to figure out which pieces fit that puzzle, which pieces are actually in that picture. Um, if that's all we figure out this year, that's, still going to be a success in the long run. So there's a lot of long-term thinking going on with the Orlando Magic. I'm going to circle back to that long-term thinking in our second segment today. The Orlando Magic do need to have results. Um, they've said it time and time and time and time and time and time and time again that while they're not maybe putting a win total or a play in tournament expectation on this on this group, the Magic want to be in the playoffs. Or they or they want to win more and do more of the things that lead to winning. Um, you watch this team and you can just very clearly see that they are extremely young. They're making young team mistakes. They're making correctable mistakes. Um, and they're losing games because they just, they don't know how to play a 48-minute game yet. Um, honestly, that's the biggest problem the team faces. If if there isn't that tinge of panic or concern in my voice, it's because a lot of this stuff is correctable. A lot of this stuff that the Magic are struggling with, frankly, is very fixable. And fixable without having to change too much. There are some things I do want to highlight Highlight coming up in a bit that a lot of fans have been talking about and, and deserve to be talking about. Um, but for the most part, a lot of the issues I think the Magic are facing are very, very fixable and things that they can control. Things that this team has talked about a lot. Things that this team has struggled with a lot, and things that this team has said very specifically they want to fix and correct. It really does start with the decision-making. The Magic are currently 21st in the league with a 14.8% turnover rate. It's not terrible there at like 139 last year, so it's up from last year. Um, they've done a better job limiting turnovers. Turnovers were not as big of a problem in, in Monday's game against the Knicks. Um, the Knicks scored a lot of points off of the few turnovers the Magic had, so it's like it, it's these numbers are all to say there are good ter- there are okay turnovers and there are really bad turnovers, and the Magic are committing a lot of the really bad turnovers. Orlando is 23rd in the league with 20 and a half points off turnovers allowed, and 23rd in the league with 17 and a half fast break points allowed per game. The Magic focused a lot in their in their training camp on transition defense. The transition defense has been pretty bad, um, but some of that is that the offense hasn't been operating at the level that the team needs it to operate either. Similar problems for this team, but again, all of this is correctable. Limiting turnovers—that's something easy to do. You make better decisions. You run your offense more effectively. You uh, you execute and, and and play with confidence. Like that's that's easily correctable. Um. Limiting fast break opportunities, obviously you limit your turnovers, you make some shots, you're limiting fast break opportunities. Getting more organized on defense, that's just about experience and communication. And so, a lot, I mean, yes, you want these problems solved, but you have to remember two things about this Magic team. One, they are extremely young. I know, I think I've told a lot of people this. My biggest concern entering this season was just how young this team was. Getting a quality veteran, getting a guy... You know, beyond Terrence Ross, getting, a, getting some quality veterans that can stabilize the team, help organize a little bit, goes a long way. And in that sense, the Magic are missing probably the two most important players on the roster. Not, not for skill-wise, but for stability. Not having Markel Fultz and not having Gary Harris is a double dose of just bad stuff. The Magic's problems with their shooting. They have not been a good shooting team despite getting a ton of open looks. The Magic's problem with their organization and point guard play, frankly, that gets fixed with guys coming back from injury. Markel Fultz comes back from injury. Gary Harris comes back from injury. And all of a sudden, I feel like the Magic are a much different team. So I, no one knows when they will be back. I, I suspect Gary Harris is closer than Markel. Um, Markel, at least the last time I saw him before the season started, was still in in a boot. So I don't think he's doing up and down stuff, up and down the court stuff yet. Um, it's been about a month, a little bit longer than a month, so we're coming up on a time where we should be expecting Markel back soon. Gary Harris, look, you know, I've seen him do do some individual workouts. Dude's moving fine, shooting really well. Uh, it would not surprise me if he is back Friday, um, to be perfectly honest, or, or, or if his return is imminent. I don't want to, you know, I'm, I'll put a timeline on it. The Magic won't. Magic won't say anything. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me if his return is, is imminent. Um, but, the Magic need those guys. Um, Markel Foltz is an expert organizer, going to settle the team down offensively. That's going to cut down turnovers. That's going to cut down fast break points. That's going to help with defensive organization. It's just going to help with so many things. Um, and so right now, it's just about survival. You know, with all these injuries with key players, it's just about survival. It's just about getting through this stretch. Um, and and so the Magic just have to focus on what they know they can correct. They know they can correct the turnovers. They know they can correct X, Y, Z. They just got to go out there and correct them. It's 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 not hard. Um, it is hard, but it's not hard. Um, it's simple to identify. It, you know, hopefully a practice. They were they're scheduled to practice yesterday in Cleveland. Um, hopefully a practice. You know, getting some time at home in, in next next week, starting next week. Is going to go a long way, and, and yes, you know the Magic's homestand because of this poor start. Because the Magic are struggling so much to get out of the gate, um, that homestand that starts next Thursday against the Golden State Warriors, that now becomes a really critical stretch if the Magic want to do anything of significance this year. Um, you know, you you go four and three, five and two in that homestretch, you're you're probably fine. You go three and four, you know, you got some work still to do you go two, you go you know you go 2 and 5 or 1 and 6 or you, you know god forbid lose all those games you shouldn't um, then you're in tr- then we're starting to talk about some trouble so the magic have things that they can correct they have things they can fix they have the time to fix them they've just got to go out and do it um, you know again it's it, it's it's too reductive to say the magic just need to play better but uh, honestly the magic are not far from winning these games they could have won the first three games. They're down by th- they're down by six midway through the fourth quarter against the Knicks, despite how poorly they played. That was the game on Monday was by far the Magic's worst game of the season. The Magic still had a real chance to come back and win that game. Uh, you know, I, you gotta this team has the fight. They have this spirit. Right now, it's the belief in the execution. Um, it's the consistency in the execution. If they can get there this team is going to be fine. And, and like I said, I, I, I'm not so concerned. Um, I, I do think this team ultimately will take some big steps forward. There are some major fixes, though, that need to happen. The Magic do need to do a better job putting players in the positions to succeed. We'll talk about those coming up here in a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain you have the access to the best qualified candidates available. So that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn is one of the largest professional social networks out there. Everyone seems to have a LinkedIn page. It's the best place to find the right person for your job. It's easy to create a free job post. And then all you have to do, add your job, the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you are hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. Finish the year strong by finding the right team member to start next year off right. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to you faster. So post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Locked That's LinkedIn.com slash Locked to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply.
1: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league
0: I want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic your first listen today. For your second listen, go check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So, you know, I, I think I think the Magic's problems so far this season have been twofold. Um. First is the as injuries and the lack of experience. Um, I think that's what's leading to the mistakes, to the turnovers, to the you know to the offense rebounds, to the inconsistency. You expect young teams to be inconsistent, and, and this is just a very very young team. Um, again, if you're looking for something positive, it's Paolo Bancaro has been so good so far that the Magic have stayed in games. He's given them a, health, a, a healthy and pretty consistent and constant drumbeat of scoring. That the magic can rely on when he's in the game, um, but at the end of the day, the magic are losing games because of you know maybe a four or five minute stretch in the second quarter where they fall behind or you know against the Knicks again it was those second unit lineups uh, they gave up a 23 to 7 run I think at the end of the third quarter heading into the fourth quarter that put them way out of reach and while they were able to get that lead back down to six they ran out of gas the shots just weren't falling it, it's it, it just hasn't come together yet and look. There's gonna, you know, there's a game Saturday where the Magic made a bunch of shots. There's gonna be another game down the line where the Magic make a bunch of shots. It may just be the Magic don't shoot well on the road and shoot well at home. That's what young teams do. Um so you know again, fr- you know, Friday, as good as Charlotte's playing. I that's a real good opportunity to win because the Magic should play well at home. And 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 they played well at home in the preseason. They played well at home against the Celtics. Um this road heavy start's been really, really tough, and I think the Magic have. Have struggled a lot with with being on the road, and, and this homestand again is a big opportunity to gain some confidence. Confidence, to me, is probably the biggest issue for the Magic, though. Um, it's 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 not so much that this team doesn't believe in what they're running and what they're trying to do. It's the confidence to stick with it. And again, these are all young team issues. But I think I think the Magic, frankly, haven't put this team in the best position to succeed. Um, I think that this Magic team is still figuring out who they want to be and, 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 and which combinations work and, and, and all that. And I think that while there are good intentions behind what the Magic are doing and there's a lot to explore on this roster, it's not conducive to winning. It's not conducive to the ultimate goal of trying to pick up wins. And, and I'm not saying the Magic are tanking by any stretch of the imagination. I think the experimenting they're doing is, is worth trying and, and worth looking at. But the way they're going about it, it def, you know, A, the results say it's not working. And B, I, I don't think it's put players in the best position to win because we can usually point out and figure out the lineups that are going to struggle, when this team's going to struggle, and, and, and everything else down the road. Now, I want to I just caution this by saying, like, look, if the Magic had Marco Fultz, if the Magic had Gary Harris, if the Magic had their full roster available, I think the Magic would probably be approaching what I'm about to say the right way. Where they're trying little experiments here and there, but overall, the, the base rotation and the base lineup is intact. My biggest criticism, and I think it's shared by, by a lot of Magic fans, is it, it just feels like the Magic are running rotations like it's the preseason still. Uh, you know, Kevon Harris played Saturday, did, hasn't played, didn't play Monday. Uh, Caleb Houston's been the first guy off the bench one game, hasn't played another game. Uh, you know, we're, we're seeing the magic try lineups with Mo Bamba and Wendell Carter together one game and the next game, they don't play together. Or, you know, they're, 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 you know, putting lineups out there with Franz Wagner as the point guard and just kind of leaving him out there to dry when it's just, it's just clear it's not working. Um, RJ Hampton, the way his minutes have been kind of moved around despite how well he played in the preseason. Yet we don't know what happens in practice, so there might be reasons behind some of this, but, um, the rotation's just been inconsistent. And and I think I think there's a balance that needs to be struck. Um, because you know I, I do think that I do like that Jamal Mosley's willing to experiment. And I think it's really important that we do experiment. Let's run some point Franz. Let's run some point palo. Let's try some different things. We got a weird funky roster. Let's explore it to its fullest. That's not the problem. Exploring this roster is not the problem. I don't. I, I like trying point France. I even if it's not working fully, I don't mind trying it. The unfortunate thing is because the Magic don't have a backup point guard right now, they're relying on it too much, and it's an experiment that's not working. It needs to be done in stages. It needs to be done kind of piecemeal. It needs to be done in a position where Franz can succeed. And, and right now, like you could see the frustration on Franz's face every time he's running point. It's just not succeeding, and he knows it, and he's trying, and he just can't figure it out. And frankly, they just kind of threw, you know, this, this, this idea is a baby idea. It's still being tested out, and they just threw it into the deep end. They just threw it out there and said, swim, go for it, you know, with no support whatsoever, and that's not going to be conducive to success. And, and again, some of that is a roster problem. The Magic don't have Jalen Suggs. They don't have Markel Fultz. Cole Anthony can only play so many minutes per game. He's had an injury had an injury prone career so far, too. There's no help to give him. Unless you're willing to play RJ Hampton point guard. So, so, you know, again, and 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 that there's no guarantee there. So I I, I do lament, I do want to give Jamal Mosley some slack because there are no good choices here. Um, you know, Mo Bamba hasn't played well to start the season, but there's nowhere else to turn because Wendell Carter can't play forty-eight minutes. They they don't want to play Paolo too much at center yet. Um that might be matchup dependent. You don't want to do it against Mitchell Robinson for sure. Um, you know, they don't want to play bull bull at center um because of his again, same issues. He's he's kind of a wing big. Um and so without Mo Wagner out there, they're stuck playing Mo Bamba and they need Mo Bamba to play better. They just need him to be more engaged and more involved. Um, so I, I think. I, I think that the Magic are right to experiment and right to try some new things. At the same time, with how much this team is struggling and, and, and kind of the deficiencies on the roster, I think the Magic do need to settle in pretty quickly here on a set rotation. Um, I like that Mosley makes adjustments. I like that Mosley's willing to try new things and he isn't kind of stuck in his ways. But I will say this. There is something to the philosophy that Steve Clifford proposed that you want guys to know exactly when they're coming in, exactly who they're playing with, and give them the chance to build that chemistry. Part of the reason Magic are turning the ball over is they're young and they're making mistakes. But it's also because they haven't played together a lot. Yes, this is still a very similar roster, but the Magic are trying a bunch of different lineups and throwing a bunch of things against the wall here. Those mistakes are born from the team that isn't on the same page. Right now, with the team at 0-4, with the, you know with the season kind of getting going, I think it's more imperative to get everyone on the same page first, get everyone kind of running the things you want them to run, thinking the things you want them to think, and then you start to experiment. It feels like the Magic put the cart before the horse a little bit. Like, they got really excited about all the potential in this lineup. You know, Paolo Bancaro and, and Franz Wagner played the second most minutes of any combi- any duo on this team together. That's good. We need to see that. We need to see that, that play out. But also, those are two of the best attackers the team has on, on the floor, any minutes where they're not on the floor, or at least one of them is not on the floor, those are minutes where the team's typically going to struggle, and, and, and I think the stats bear that out—that the team struggles when they're when they're when at least one of them isn't on the floor. Um, as good as Cole Anthony can be, you know, again, so in those minutes, make sure you have Cole Anthony and Wendell Carter out there. Make sure you have some guys that can attack. At the end of the day, everything still needs to be pointing toward winning. You can have a long-term view. You can have a long-range view to what you're trying to accomplish and what you're trying to do. And again, I applaud these experiments. I'm not against them. But I still think you need a base rotation. You need to make sure that that foundation is solid. And I think right now the Magic's foundation is... It's okay, but it's wobbly a little bit. This team is still coming together. This team is still figuring it out. And especially without an organizer and a point guard That team really struggles. The minutes where the Magic don't have Cole Anthony or Jalen Suggs out on the floor right now are really bad. And it's not because Franz Wagner is a bad player and his shooting efficiency is way down because he's been on the ball more. He's had to expend a lot more energy. They're trying some new things. He's making rookie mistakes as point guard. All that stuff is fine. But the Magic still need to put themselves in a position to win. And that's been the struggle. Um... I, I do think this is coaching decision, to be honest. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's not that Jamal Mosley's doing the wrong things or the team doesn't have the right strategy or the right mindset or the right ideas. It's they're trying too much right now. They're trying to do a little too much. And, and, and when you're in a losing streak like this, simplify everything. Simplify roles, simplify responsibilities, simplify lineups, simplify the thought process. Make it easier for everyone, and I do think it would be easier for everyone if a you know strong players are always out on the floor. That you're you're, you're there shouldn't, frankly, the way this Magic team is set up, there should not be a single minute where at least one of Franz Wagner, Paolo Bancaro, or Wendell Carter is not on the floor. There probably shouldn't be any minutes in this lineup where at least two of Franz Wagner, Paolo Bancaro, Wendell Carter, or Cole Anthony are not on the floor. One of two, at least two. of one of those four should be on the floor at all times. Probably two of those four should be on the floor at all times. And I don't care how you pair them up. I don't care how you align that. Right now the goal needs to be to make things easier. So Jamal Mosley has to ask himself a couple questions. Who do you trust? Who you know, which four four or five players do you trust? And how can I make sure that I maximize their minutes throughout the course of the game and plan their minutes out throughout the course of the game. So that we get the most out of them and give ourselves a chance to compete and win at all moments on the floor. Now, not every lineup is going to be perfect. Some lineups can work theoretically, can have a bad game. You got to give them some time to fail. You got to give them some time to succeed. Um, you can't abandon things so quickly um, if there are hints that they're working. If it's clear that it's not working, abandon it fast. That was one thing I do think Jamal Mosley was good at in the Detroit game. Franz at point wasn't working, he stuck with it a little too long in the second quarter third quarter came back second half came back with RJ Hampton that helped out a ton RJ had a great game uh, against the Pistons. Um, it's it's just it's figuring all these pieces out man um, and it's it's not easy Jamal Mosley's not in a good spot and not in an advantageous position to do any of this but the magic I think have to simplify things simplify their rotation simplify their thought process, simplify their lineups if they want to take that next step and if they want to win games. We'll talk a little bit about tonight's game against the Cleveland Cavaliers as the Magic play a really good team, hoping to get their first win of the season. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at BetOnline. BetOnline BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. I got an email from our pals at BetOnline yesterday. They've got the odds on when Russell Westbrook's going to get traded, and who he's going to get traded to, the Magic were not on the list. Although, maybe he'd help right now. Not long-term. Forget I said anything. As always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head, Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Uh, I hope the first 25 or so minutes of this podcast are fairly evergreen. Hopefully not too evergreen because I'd like to see the Magic get a win. But uh, I do think that you know, regardless of when, if the Magic win tonight against Cleveland, whether it comes Friday, whether it comes Sunday, whether it comes next Tuesday, whenever that first win comes, a lot of these principles I think are, are going to be the same and are going to be part of the struggle for the season. Um, this, this Magic team is trying a tricky balance of playing to their future as well as trying to make the most of their present, um, if that makes sense. Um, I will say this. I I I, I, think—I know there's some criticism of the way Jamal Mosley's running his offense and defense. Um, The defense—the defensive communication has been a mess. Um, I I won't lie. I'm really disappointed in how poorly the defense has been played. But again, same issues the offense. Get everyone on the same page. Consistent lineups, consistent groupings. I think that will help a lot with that communication, a lot with making that defense a lot better. And there's been some good defensive moments— um, throughout the course of the season so far too. Uh, but um, but I think, and I think I said this last year too, um, I think that Jamal Mosley is coaching and, and, and kind of installing a strategy for the team the Magic will become rather than the team they are now. So I, I, again, I look at process over results. The Magic are shooting terribly from beyond the arc. They don't have good shooters. They're getting a ton of open shots. Um, and so again, Replace some of these poor shooters with good shooters, and I think we'll see this off. I see, I think we'll see things really, really tail up. And obviously, that's just a humongous need. Gary Harris is going to help a ton with that. Um, You know, that's going to be the focus of the next round of player acquisitions whenever that comes uh, for the Orlando Magic. But uh, regardless of when that first win comes, I, I think a lot of these principles will carry over. So if you're listening to this, I know I'm coming out late on Wednesday. If you're listening to this Thursday after the Cavs game, I hope these first 25 minutes are still pretty relevant. We'll talk now briefly about tonight's game against the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Orlando Magic heading to Cleveland to close this two-game road trip. Again, they play six of the first eight on the road with two little two-game road trips and then one game at home before they hit hit the road again. Really tough start to the season. Um, Orlando and Cleveland tonight to take on the Cavaliers. They are 2-1 and one on the season, coming off an overtime win over the Washington Wizards. Um Cleveland, you know, So I watched that game against the Wizards, and Cleveland is still kind of getting their legs under them defensively. Um, that was a back-to-back game, so maybe it wasn't the greatest example. Cleveland's got size. They're really feisty defensively. Um, if there's a game, you know, the Knicks are really good at running. Um, they're looking to push the pace a lot more than they have in the past. The Cavaliers are a team that wants to pounce on fast breaks. They want to pounce on turnovers. They're going to be super, super active in passing lanes. Jared Allen and Evan Mobley, are great at defending the paint and walling the paint off and blocking shots. That also starts fast breaks. Um, So again, even against the Knicks, the turnovers weren't as much the issue for the Magic. A lot of it was rim decisions. Um, And you don't hear people talk about this a lot. Your coaches talk a lot about it, but you don't hear people talk a lot about it. There's no real good stat to kind of show this. But rim decisions are really, really big. Um, When you have a guard or forward who's able to get to the basket— they have to finish um, because typically a drive will mess up the back line rotation. So if you get a shot blocked that starts a fast break, especially if your point guard is the one driving into the lane, that leaves you a little little exposed on the back end because usually the guy at the top of the key is the guy that has to as the get back guy. If the if the point guards at the top of the key drives in the lane, someone has to replace that get back guy. Um, and so sometimes that doesn't happen. And especially if you get a blocked shot or a quick change of possession. That's what sparks a lot of fast breaks. So, to me, a key for the Magic tonight is getting to the foul line, which Paolo Bancaro has been very good at. Magic have to do continue to do a good job at getting to the foul line. That's, that's been a big way that they boosted their offense this year. Um, but it's all about rim decisions. Their ability to finish at the rim. Their ability to challenge the shot blockers but not get too deep. To kick out to the three-point line, trust the three-point shooting, trust the rotations, make Cleveland move, and not just kind of sit back and congest the paint. That's that to me is going to be the biggest key tonight because um, it's it you know turnovers are a big key obviously as well. Orlando can't turn the ball over, they can't allow these runouts, they can't allow these transition opportunities, they can't allow transition opportunities from shot from from rim from rim decisions and shot and block shots as well. So that's a big thing that I would watch for tonight. Cleveland's offense is still coming together, I think. Um, you know, I, 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 there there are I think some spacing issues with Evan Mobley and. Jarrett Allen that they're still kind of working through, especially since they've added Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell's playing at a very high level. He's going to get his points. Keeping him out of the lane is going to be absolutely key because Cleveland does have some good shooters. Um, Chetty Osmond's off to a really good start this year um, as well, had a really big game against the Wizards on Sunday, but Mitchell was the one carrying that offense. And so... Cleveland will make a lot of young player mistakes. They'll make a lot of young team mistakes, too. They're a lot, really a lot more talented right now, a little bit more experienced. Donovan Mitchell's a higher level player than anyone on the Magic. But they will make young team mistakes. They will miss some shots. They'll take some quick shots. They'll turn the ball over a little bit. They will let you back into the game if you play disciplined enough to keep to, to, to keep yourself in it, to, to, to kind of wall off that paint, to spray out to three-point three point line, defend some shots, you know, kind of force Donovan Mitchell into some traps and into some into some into some holes. That's really the key, is is you just gotta be able to control Don Mitchell. And that's obviously easier said than done, but move him to the places that you want to move him. Um another area that I think the Magic are really struggling with defensively right now is they're not playing with that confidence. They're not playing with that assertiveness and, and, and that knowledge of like, hey, we're we're directing where the offense goes. They're not they're not telling us where to go. We're telling them where to go. And I think one of the issues the Magic have faced so far is their defensive communication has been terrible. So when they switch, it's not working. But they're not kind of pointing the offense, you know, on drives where they can trap, where they can where they can make those plays and kind of wall off the paint and make them make difficult decisions. Right now, what's happening is guards are getting middle, they're getting where they want to go. That's forcing the center to come up and help. And that's allowing dump downs, that's allowing kickouts, that's allowing offensive rebounds. It's it you know Don Mitchell's a really tough cover. Um, the Magic's guards are their weakest spot defensively right now. Orlando's got to do a better job corralling and controlling where those guards go. Uh, Don Mitchell's going to be handling the ball a lot tonight. He's going to be on the ball. He's going to be the one directing traffic. Orlando's got to make his life hard. Um, why were the Magic able to take a lead against Atlanta? Because Jalen Suggs made Trey Young's life really hard, and that game changed when Jalen Suggs went out. Cole Anthony's not quite that defender. Terrence Ross is not quite that defender. It's going to be really interesting to see how the Magic handle Donovan Mitchell. I would not be surprised if Franz Wagner gets to call on Donovan Mitchell again. This is another area where uh, Franz has had to expend a lot of energy as he is having to defend the best players on other teams right now. Um, so again, this is a problem with Orlando being as short-handed as they are. I think they'd be confident if Jalen Suggs were defending him. I think they'd be confident even if Markel Fultz were defending Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Um, but the Magic right now don't have someone to, to guard that, so we might see that zone come out again. I'd like to see the Magic be a little bit more assertive uh, with that zone, a little more compact even. Um, Knicks were getting in the middle of that zone way too easily. It was just not aggressive at all. Um, but the Magic are going to throw a lot of different defenses to kind of slow and corral and Mitchell a little bit. Otherwise, it's going to be lob city to Jared Allen and Nevin Mobley. This is a really tough matchup for Orlando. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's hard for me to see the Magic winning this game. Um, but again... You just want to see the Magic continue to get better, continue to do the right things, continue to have the right thoughts, hopefully limit the bad moments, keep themselves in the game, and give themselves a chance at the end. That's what they've been good at, honestly, this year, is they've given themselves a chance to win games. Um, you know, 13-point loss to the Knicks, by far the worst game in the season. At this point last year, we were talking about 30-point loss to the Knicks. The Magic are not getting blown out. They're giving themselves chances to win. That is something. It's not anything. It's something. Um, but... The Magic still just still have to get over the hump, and it's it's obviously been real, real tough for them to do that. Tip off is tonight at Rocket Mortgage Field House uh, at 7 p.m. We'll have complete coverage of that game coming up on Locked On Magic tomorrow. But that's gonna do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. You of course follow me on Twitter at philip R underscore omd. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, in. Himalayan, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all of the places in the podcast to your podcast enabled listening device. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter throughout the game at omagicdaily. Now that you're done listening to us, make your next listen the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. That's in quotes on my copy. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. Appreciate everyone listening to today's episode of Lockdown Magic. Sorry for coming out a little bit late on a Wednesday. Hopefully this has a little bit of staying power. Hopefully not too much because I'd like to see a win. But until next time, more Orlando Magic here on the Lockdown Magic. This is I'll Catch you again next time for another episode of Lockdown.